Welcome to episode 74 of Enter the Mind podcast, the most real talk, no-nonsense podcast on the empowering of the mind. Today, we'll be interviewing Raul Bermudez, filmmaker based out of both Miami, Florida, and New York. Kira, would you like to start off this conversation? Yeah, yeah. So I want to I wanted to start off um, with the reason that I asked Raul to be here um, today. And it's because when I met him, um, his energy was just so confident, so calm, so grounded. And it, I mean, you got to wonder about the mind of somebody like that. So that is why I have Raul here today. And um, let's see. So I guess one of my biggest questions is, Raul, are you consciously into self-help like have has self-help been something that you have done in the past throughout your life like have you journaled have you said affirmations or declarations um you know how did you get yourself to the grounded and secure position that you are in today well you know i, th I think like with any anybody that, that gets to a point where they're operating at a high level i think it's it definitely it, it all comes from you know trial and error um, you know, when I was younger, um, you know, things were moving very fast for me and, um, I often felt, you know, disorganized, you know, um, battled some chaos in the sense that like, you know, there were so many things I wanted to do. I just didn't know how to get started. So, you know, as I got older, I started to understand more how to organize myself. Um, you know, one of the first things that really changed everything for me is I started to create a list for myself. And every night before I go to bed, I look at that list. In the mornings when I wake up, I look at that list. And throughout the day, I'm adding, taking from that list. So what's on that list? You know, projects that I'm working on, um, goals that I have for the year, um, you know, expectations that I have for myself. You know, it's not, you know, uh, most of my, most of my life is tied up in my work. So, um, I try to be very conscious of all of the moving parts and that list has that, that organized list has been the game changer for me. So when did you start your list and why did yeah. you start it? I started writing, making movies later in my life before that I was, you know, kind of a maniac running around Miami, you know, doing my thing. And, and I got very lucky when I decided to start writing movies. I had a friend of mine that had just started a production company with 50 cent. And I, I it's a, that's a whole long story, but I begged and I pleaded and I got the opportunity to work with 50. So my, I right out of the gates, I get into Hollywood and I'm working with 50 cent for three years. And it's, I'm like, wow, like, you know, there's, there's not going to be any waiting here. I'm going to just jump right into the game. and I'm going to kill this, you know? So then him and I stopped working together because he was going back into music for a little bit. And I had an investor that wanted to make a movie with me because I had been working with 50. That, that whole project wow. fell apart. And for about a year, I, w I was very confused because I no longer had someone kind of co-signing me. It was just me on my own now. And I was very disorganized. And one day my sister came to me and she's like, Raul, there's so many things you want to do. Why don't you write down a list and get organized? And 
once I'm, I'm not kidding you. Like once I did that, everything changed, you know, because I've always been ambitious. I've always worked really hard. And I just think that I didn't have a plan. You know, I think that's the biggest thing where people, a lot of people fail is, you know, they want to do things, right? Everybody has ambition. Everybody has goals, but you have to have a plan. You know what I mean? A plan is every day working towards that goal. You know, it's not expecting tomorrow to be there. It's understanding it could be a 10-year journey. It could be a 15-year journey, you know, but every day you're taking one step closer to getting there. And that list really helped me get there. And just understanding, like, you know, for this project, I had this list. Like, today I have to call this person. That wouldn't person wouldn't call me back. Call that person again tomorrow. You know, it's just, you know, just making sure I was holding myself accountable for all the things I wanted to do. Amazing. Uh, another thing that's helped me is um, meditating. I started meditating about six years ago and I do that every day for about 20 minutes. Sometimes if I'm lucky, I get to do it twice a day, <laughs> but at least once a day, every day I meditate. And um, that's really just given me that sense of pause that I've always wanted. You know, I would see people like, you know, yeah. like an example, you know, you see someone like Barack Obama on television, you always see that, you know, they ask him a question and he, he, he has that pause or whatever. And he's just kind of like, you know, I'm going to answer this question in, in, in the most thoughtful, in, in the, most, the smartest, most thoughtful way. And, that, and you know, and, and, a, and a lot of that comes from just, you know, just learning how to be calm and understanding what it is you want. So meditating, creating that list, and, and finally understanding my purpose, which, you know, when you're younger, there's so many things you want to do. And you just kind of like, well, you know, you get to a point like, well, why am I here? Right. You know, like, am I here to just run around and have fun party or, you know, in my case, like I, I really understood that like, I always wanted to be a writer and I knew that in order for me to write and create these films I wanted to do, I had to understand that's really what I wanted above, above all else. So once I started to understand all those things, like I really just kind of started to just change my, the way I approached everything. And here I am now. So you started med meditating six years ago. And what mm -hmm. led you to start meditating? Did you just, did you not feel present? Or did you feel like you were going after meditation because maybe you needed a sense of peace in your mind? What made you start meditation? I, so, okay, that's a good question. So what made me start? Um, one was, I was accomplishing some of my goals, but I still felt like something was missing, you know, and, and that's one thing about me. Like I'm, I'm the eternal searcher. I'm always looking for something. How do I, how do I get better at the game of life? Uh, you know, the things that I'm trying to achieve, I'm always looking to elevate my game. And I, and I, and I, and I challenge myself every single day, you know? Um, so meditating, um, I was reading one day, I forget what magazine it was, but it said something about David Lynch. You know who David Lynch is? The director? I've heard of he, his name. He's, he, he created Twin Peaks. He did Blue Velvet. Uh, uh, I mean, he's one of, one of my favorite directors. And he credited a lot of his success 
and focusing in, into transcendental meditation. So I was like, well, I knew, I kind of had an idea what meditation was. I surely didn't know what transcendental meditation was. So I started to research that and I started to like see that so many people that I looked up to, the artists, you know, um, 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 other creatives were all people who practiced transcendental meditation. I was like, wow, is David Lynch and Martin Scorsese and Steve Jobs and all these guys are like singing the praises of transcendental meditation. What is this? You know? So I started to research it and, and lo and behold, my brother-in-law hears me talking about it. He's like, I've been doing this since medical school. He's a, now a successful doctor, you know? And, and so he kind of started to teach me how to do it. And so for the last six years, I do it every day. And it's, it's, it's like, it's like medicine for the mind. You know, I'm working with a director now who's very, 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 he's very lively individual, very creative, very smart. And I'm like, yo, you should maybe start meditating. He's like, you know what? When I was on tour, I used to do that. I stopped. I'm like, well, start, start again. And now he's doing it again. He's so happy that he's doing it again. You know? What makes transcendental meditation transcendental as opposed to other meditations? The only thing I've ever done is transcendental meditation. I've never tried the other form of meditation. You know, I've, I've, I'm aware of how other people meditate, but I don't have that experience, you know? So transcendental uh, meditation for me has just really helped me to be, and, and not to sound very abstract, but it's helped me become more present. I have, I'm very, I have a lot of energy. It's allowed me to just like, sitting in a conversation and understand what the person's trying to communicate to me as opposed to before I was just trying to get the cliff notes version of the conversation. Now, you know, I'm just like, okay, I, I understand what you want, and especially me as a writer and a producer and I'm working with an actor or a director. I need to understand exactly what it is they want, you know? So that's very important for me. With transcendent meditation, you know, you're given a mantra that you repeat, you know, over and over in your head there's always thoughts and things that you know they just kind of like float into the conscious right and and you know I, what, what i try not to do is it, where, where a lot of people i think fail at meditating it's like oh i can't do that you know i can't just sit there for 20 minutes and not think about anything and it's like well that's not you can't sit there and expect for not not to happen because that's going to happen you know but you have to be okay with that you know, and then, you know, you just kind of, you just deal with it and you, 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 you go back and like you said, into the breathing and for me repeating my mantra and, and there's times like, I feel like I'm on drugs, man. It's like, it feels so good in my head, you know, that when it's, when, 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 when the, the thing stops, I'm like, whoa, like that was awesome. And then it puts me in the best mood, you know? So, nice. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. so it's not guided. Uh, you're just kind of sitting by yourself in a room and just paying attention to both your sensory experience as well as your mental phenomena. Exactly. 100%. You mentioned uh, a few times that the, the word disorganized. And I was wondering if, if anyone, if you ever were diagnosed with ADHD at some point, the reason I'm asking is because there's, there's so many people that I know uh, who kind of might have that artistic inclination yeah. and they're told like they can't focus, that they don't know what they yeah. want to do. 
And yeah. I'm wondering if there's a message that you could give yeah. to them. Well, well, definitely. I've never been diagnosed with ADHD. I definitely have it. Just, but um, so the message I would have for those that, you know, and let's be honest, a lot of people, you know, go through it. I mean, it's just, it is what it is, especially creatives. You know, I think the most important thing is, is giving, is, is, is being smart with your time. That's the, the hardest thing I think for creatives. It's like, I see it like when I'm working with a, with, with a, with a director and we have to work on a script and, and, and they, creatives tend to want to bounce around from idea to idea, from topic to topic, you know, and, and I think the most important thing is to have someone around. And if you don't have someone around is be aware that you are like that. And, and, and figure out how to ground yourself and understand that going, jumping from topic to topic isn't going to get you to where you need to go. You know, that's just the reality. Because if you do it, you're never going to finish. Because, you know, you, you, you're thinking of 50 different topics when there's that one, you have to address that one. Then you can go to the other one. It's okay. Write it down. Write it down so you don't forget about it. I, I text message things to myself all the time because I'm so ADD AD sometimes. I'm like, Oh, let me just text it so I can remember that and I'll go back to that later. You know, I, I do that all the time. So I think it's just having like little techniques for yourself so you can have all these ideas and but at the same time still stay focused, you know, and don't beat yourself up, you know, because that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of people are always just they're beating themselves up. Oh, I can't focus. I can't do this. I can't do that. Yeah, you can just just chill out. Just breathe. You're, you'll You'll be fine. And me as a producer like that's huge part of my job is especially when i'm working with other creatives just making sure that we're staying consistent you know but it's okay to be all over the place you know but at the same time you have to re always remember what the goal is that's the most important thing you never lose sight of that you mentioned sort of figuring yourself out and one question i had in that process, how, how old were you when you figured out that writing, screenwriting was the thing for you? Well, it started young. I, it actually started when I was a kid and even in college, high school, college. Um, but when did I actually do something about it was not until I was 32 years old, you know? So it took me, it took me some time to, um, understand that this is what i wanted to do you know um you know you know like i'm i'm from i'm from homestead florida i don't know if you know you guys know where that is that's like south of miami it's not yeah. the best neighborhood so you know just the idea of someone from homestead saying well i'm gonna go make movies it's just like saying you're going to be president of the united states it's just you know like you don't even it doesn't even occur to you you know so like it, it, even when i was younger even when i wanted to do it i was like well how would I even get there? You know? So like, I just kind of like, didn't even really think about it until when I got older and I just, I got to a point where it was like, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do it. And I don't want to look back in time later. I'm like, God damn it. All my life I wanted to make movies. And I just never did it. You know, I, I really did not ever want to have that internal battle with myself, you know? So I just charged it, you know, I really just charged it. 
And, you know, I know it sounds like almost like, like kind of like a fairy tale, but it's really what happened, you know? So. Well, it's an interesting choice of words. The, you charged it because yeah. there's a few ways you can interpret that. And I think that's pretty significant. I think there's a lot of learning there. Uh, Kira's given the eyebrows. <laughs> um, what, I like what, it. What does charging mean to you? I've already learned at this point in my life that what's even what I hate most more than even failing at it is not doing it, you know? So, so when I start to doubt something that I start to think about, well, why am I doubting this? You know, that's, again, it's like being honest with yourself and having these honest conversations with your own self. And like, I'm just, why am I doubting this? You know, is it because you think you, you can't do it? If so, why don't you think you can do it? And then, you know, then you start to really kind of like rationalize it in your mind. So to me, the way I look at it is just charge it, you know, no, don't half step, don't hesitate, just go after it. Because what I've learned for me is I can dive in. If I make a mistake, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll, I'd rather make the mistake than not jump into the game, you know? Sometimes I come across people who are just young, smart people who are just fearless. They know what they want and they go after it. There's no, there's no question in their mind that they're going to go after it. And I actually learn from them. I'm like, wow, like when I was your age, I, I didn't even have this presence in mind, you know? So like, I, I think like the biggest struggle people have is just being afraid. It really is. People are just afraid to succeed, which sounds crazy. Some people are afraid to succeed because success and succeeding at what you want comes with a heavy responsibility. You know, it really does because now you're actually doing something you want to do. And to keep that is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. You got to work at it every single day. So I think a lot of people are like, well, subconsciously they know if i get that i'm gonna have to continue to bust my ass even once i get it you know and and i think that just scares people i've seen it i have friends of mine they're so talented and they are always on the one yard line and they never score the touchdown you know they just stay there and it's like so weird to me but then i start to understand why you maybe you just you don't want that responsibility I did want to touch base on this specific thing because I thought that it was absolutely brilliant. Um, and I think that this is what I absolutely love about you um, and what I think I actually feel in your presence. Um, the simplicity that you have, the simplicity of, you know, I'll dive in. If I make the mistake, I'll figure it out. You know, because mm -hmm. it's like, isn't that what we do on an everyday basis? You 100%. know, we go and we do all of these new things and, you know, okay, so if you fail out it, at it, what, it's the end of the world? You're going to get dragged to hell? No, you're going to figure something out. It's like when you go to the, the fucking kitchen to make dinner and you realize that you don't have pasta sauce, you know, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to figure it out. So if I can figure out that and I can maneuver that, then what is so hard about maneuvering something else and figuring something else out when the time comes? There's really no difference. It's very simple. And I think that that's honestly one of the main ingredients in confidence is just the simplicity in knowing that like fuck it i'm i'm, I'm literally gonna figure it out like i do it all the time so you i know, thought that 
you know, it's funny. I actually, you know, as you were talking about, I actually thought about a memory. And you guys are going to think this is crazy, but this is a true story. My sister's over there, so she could confirm this. I, um, when I was three years old, I didn't want to get in the pool. So my dad just threw me in. And I, had, and I didn't know how to swim. And, but I remember, I swear to God, whether you believe this or not, I remember the memory of being on the water and seeing the top. I'm like, well, I got to get up there, you know? So I just swam up there. And all of a sudden, I'm up over the surface. I'm able to breathe. Everyone's just kind of clapping, you know? And I'm like, oh, you know? And I, But that was an important lesson. It's like, you know, you, you can just figure it out. You know, you don't have to be that scared, you know? Like, I'm going to mispronounce his name. I always do it. But, you know, the, the, the famous philosopher Nietzsche, he said, probably the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. He said he would take, he would teach us, his students, amor fati, which in Latin means love your fate, F-A-T-E. And, and essentially what that means, what that meant is whatever happens, the good or the bad, embrace it, love it. Because when you understand that whatever happened was supposed to happen and you needed it to happen and you love it and you accept it, really things just stop becoming problems. They really do. It's crazy. You're just like, God, I got into a fight with this person today and we were doing all this in the project. But then you realize you weren't supposed to work with that person or you weren't supposed to date that person. You weren't supposed to take that job. You know, no, it's, it's the truth. And if you start to trust that, which I'm at a point now, I swear to you, when problems arise, yeah, of course, I, I have this internal panic like everybody else, I stress about it. But then I'm like, well, why is this happening? Because this obviously needed to happen. Clearly, it's happening because it needed to happen. So once yeah. you start to look at it that way, it really changes things. Yeah, that's very cool. And Kira, I, uh, your comments resonate with me because as Raul, as you were talking, I'm visualizing almost like a long freight train where it's just as you're speaking it's just like placing one car on the train after the other and before i know it there's this long linear procession of cars but it's all on this single track and it's 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 kind of immovable and these uh these pseudo problems you know these fake problems that you're talking about uh that most people buy into those mm -hmm. are almost like these little bushes on the side of the train tracks that you know are like yeah. they're kind of there but that's not where the attention should go it's really you know the train is moving forward and it's it has a destination it has a purpose uh through the daily the daily note taking you know and and you're completely right robert you know i you know let's let's use the image of the train right the train's purpose is to get from city to city dropping off passengers, right? It's not worried about the bushes and all that sort of thing. And I think where a lot of people make mistakes is they're always worried about the bushes, right? Really, it's, you know, it's like what you just said perfectly, like, well, what's your purpose? If you understand your purpose, you don't give a shit about the bushes, man. You know, you really don't. You know, you're just a train on its track headed to the next city where you're supposed to go. You know, and, and that's that. And it's a very simple way to look at it. But it, the reality is, I think being simple in, in your mind and not complicating things is the most efficient way to think. You know, I've seen some of the most 
you know, exciting people that I've, I've worked with. They're very simple in the way they think, mm-hmm. you know, they understand the objective, all of the other things, the drama, the noise doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Who cares? Also, this person has this problem. I don't care. And they, sometimes they come across as insensitive or even robotic at times. But like, I'll tell you one thing. Those are the ones that are not failing. You know, they're achieving what they want because they're not worried about the bullshit. You know, the ones that are always worried about the bullshit want to make everybody happy. Those are the ones that, you know, don't get to where they want. And I don't mean success is just making money and or, or making movies. I mean, success is whatever your, whatever your version of happiness that's success, right? You know, that, that to me, that's what success is. So everyone has their own version of that. The word that caught me there was insensitive. And all, all I can think of is like when I, you know, I'm with or around somebody successful and I kind of sense that insensitiveness, I personally love it. I love it so much, you know, because they're so simple. You know, they're not worried about anything. Like if you have a problem, they're like, all right, we'll go fix it. Boom, bam, you know? Now it's now it's all done. And the successful ones, once you get there in your mind in that way, they recognize it in you. Yeah. They they start to like this this is someone this is someone serious. And then they start yeah. they start they start to respect you. They, they treat you differently. You know, like now I find myself in situations with people that like I never imagined I'd be having lunch with or working with i never imagined and now it's like we're like peers because i've gotten to a point where i'm on that same mindset and they feel that because that's what they want to be around themselves subconsciously you know mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Yeah. <laughs> great stuff thank you so much again raul for no, thank you joining guys. our show i think i think that's an interesting thing you know topic you know what you guys are you're looking to do and especially i think for young people it's so important that you guys are highlighting these type of things because these are the game changers right you know this is how you elevate your game this is how you become the best version of yourself is being aware of what you guys are looking into so i find that really interesting i commend you guys for venturing on that that's 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 great thank Thank you you. much appreciated Um, and if the uh, viewers, listeners would like to learn more about your your mindset or your work, um, I know you or have an Instagram. Look at movie. <laughs> if you want to watch a movie that I just made, I'm very actually very proud of this movie. I worked really hard on it. It's called The Birthday Cake. It's on Amazon right now and on, on Stars. Um, it's a modern day Brooklyn mob thriller. It all takes place in one night. But we have an incredible cast ensemble. We have Ewan McGregor. We have Val Kilmer. Uh, Lorraine Bracco from The Sopranos, um, uh, Ashley Benson, Penn Badgley from You, Jeremy Allen White from Shameless. I mean, it's the, it's the most crazy ensemble cast. So check it out. It's called The Birthday Cake on Amazon and, and Stars. And in a couple months, I have a movie coming out it's called 18 and Over. It's like a pandemic slasher thriller starring also, again, Ashley Benson. We have Paris Hilton. Pamela Anderson plays a sheriff. Um, have the ASAP mob. It's like a really fun movie. So keep an eye out. It's called 18 and Over. I don't know what platform it's going to come out in yet, but I'll, I'll update Kira and she can hopefully share with you guys. 
Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Support the arts people. This is good. Yeah, stuff man. Here. <laughs> yeah. And, and guys, well done. And, and thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. For Absolutely. Sure. Thank you so much for being on.